now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. It's a new day. And let's talk about how I just got out of bed. And when I pushed the button, it did kind of shock me that we were going to go right into this podcast because I didn't give myself a, are you ready? Uh, I did sit for a minute. I did a, a couple things already. I got up, made the bed, came down the hall. Um, and here we are. And I have a couple of trains of thought that I want to attack today. And I literally mean like attack them because um, I noticed that they seem to still be causing some of us problems. And let me also say a moment of gratitude. Let's have a moment of gratitude. One of the things I did last night, and I won't say that I couldn't sleep, but my shutdown process was going on a little bit longer than, you know, because one, I need to put my phone away. It, it wasn't anything else in the universe was put that phone down. And it was so funny because I came across a video that said, go to bed. <laughs> so, but um, while I wasn't, you know, I told you that there's some shows that I would normally watch at night that they've, uh, they've rearranged, rearranged the schedule and they come on earlier in the evening. And I can't not not I can't not watch them because I love them and so it throws me off a little bit so I'm trying to get rid of trying to get uh, used to watching them earlier because that means that I go to bed earlier um where I used to stay up to midnight maybe one because you know it used to be I was so busy during the day that I needed that nice quiet time in the house when everybody kind of settled down and so forth, there's no everybody now, but when things kind of settle down, well, actually I have those moments all day, but, um, so my creative nature comes in, you know, and like everybody else around midnight, 11 o'clock, depending on, it's really midnight because the, the day change, you know, those who subscribe to numerology, the day change, the number changes and so forth. So, um, and then when we have this daylight saving time, thing, you know, we all kind of get screwed up because then now you're getting creative at 11 o'clock instead of midnight because, you know, man has altered time. Um, but last night I went to lay down and I was, uh, and I put my phone down, but I noticed the room was still illuminated. <laughs> that was the thing. And it was so beautiful. I got up and I opened the blinds, you know, just a little so that I could let more light in, not let more light in, but to be able to see out. When I wanted to see out, light came in, okay? And the moon uh, was taking its, taking its dear time going across. And I, you know, I subscribe to a lot of things. So I sleep in a particular pattern or my room is set up in a particular pattern where I get to enjoy the moon going across or the sun going across. So sometimes it's on one side, sometimes it's on the other side. And not, you know, going the same direction, just depending on where it falls in the sky. And um, and there it was, just shining right into the window. So when I put the phone down, but that's a different illumination. Like, the, when the phone is illuminated, you cannot possibly go to sleep. You cannot possibly close your eyes with that phone glaring at you. And so when I put the phone down, I was like, wait, why is it? You know, I, I expected it to be, like, total darkness, and it wasn't once I... T- put the phone down, turn the television off. I'm like, hold up. It's still, it's still rather, uh, bright in here. What, what is that? And, uh, I could see people through the blind, the moonlight. And I said, well, you know what? Let me just enjoy the moonlight and the, and the shadows that came, shadows came across the room and out the window. 
And I even took a picture of the of the window. I'm like, you know, because we go so far into our days not noticing things. Like I just look over and see I need to do something with some bananas because they, they no longer uh decoration and I didn't eat them all like I thought I would. They were actually pretty tasty, but they, they started to go they started to ripen really fast. And uh I know that's some things to do with ripe bananas, but I'm gonna stop looking over there because out they haven't fallen off the hook yet. And so that means that they still <laughs> for to some to some level they still can be utilized uh for something. I may I may uh mash them up. And and here's the thing, don't let it just continue to go. I'm gonna mash them up, put them in a Ziploc bag, and maybe throw it in the freezer. And at some point, in fact, I'm not even going to mash them. I'm just going to peel them, throw it in the freezer. At some point, maybe I'll make some banana bread or muffins or something like that. And that that is required for that. As long as they haven't fallen off the hook. Now, watch by the time I finish this video, because I said something, they'll fall. <laughs> but anyway, so I let the moonlight in. And I don't know how long I, I laid there, because I think, I think I finally dozed off. And then, of course, you know, the sun came through uh, some hours later, got my rest. Am I well rested? I feel a little hesitancy this morning, so which means I may not be well rested because I know I was awakened. And I know when my thoughts went, I know when my thoughts started to creep in because uh, a couple of things that I said I would sleep on last night. And, you know, when you, when you say, OK, I'm going to sleep on this. Uh, you wake up with the clarity and the whispers of the angels, and they're like, okay, come on, let's have this conversation because we said we were going to sleep on it. So uh, I needed to make some decisions as far as one of the products. And first thought, those are my first thoughts of the morning. But that's what happens when you have a proper shutdown of the day before. In the day, in the day, don't let the day end you. Ooh, write that down. In the day, don't let the day end you. In the situation, don't let the situation end you. So, like I said, I had two trains of thoughts um, that I wanted to come on and talk about. But also, again, another gratitude moment. I got a message yesterday from a package um, where somebody wanted um, some uh, soap order, really personalized, and uh, I, you know, helped them through that because, again, they were heading into a situation that I've been in, and I find that it is very important to say me too. And I know Me Too, you know, is a buzzword right now, but it's so vitally important for us to say Me Too. I've been there. It's so important because we sit bystander. Yesterday, I, or actually this month, uh, uh, August, this is the month of August, and this is a Tuesday. Y'all know I love Tuesdays because it means we made it through Monday, the start of a new week. Uh, and Tuesday is like my my day. It's like my it's one of my burn days. If I wanted to burn a day, it would be a Tuesday. <laughs> it's like because I have nothing. I'm not accountable to anything on Tuesday. I don't have to live stream. I don't have to podcast. I don't have to. I just literally, literally, if I wanted it to be all about me, it could be all about me on a Tuesday. Now Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is a whole other thing, right? But Tuesday, I could just chill if I wanted to. Um, but. It's so important to say me too because I looked up because um, of course being in a business that I have some tangible products um, and and plus any kind of business I like to run ad advertising campaigns and not a lot of entrepreneurs do that but I came out of marketing and advertising and I and I love it and so I looked up what August was the National Month of you know the National Month of this and then and then of course I'll do it 
uh, regional, locally, hyper-locally to see where I could run my campaigns for the month. And I noticed one of the things that, oh, this is going to be a perfect topic. Uh, one of the things that was for the month of August, it said Bystander Awareness Month. Bystander Awareness Month. We're in 2020, and Black Lives Matter a lot, okay? And why? Because the bystanders spoke out. The bystanders said, okay, we see it too. You know, not we see, we, they didn't like Columbus it. Well, they kind of Columbus it. Well, they surprised us. It's like the cavalry finally showed up. We were like, what the hell? <laughs> the cavalry uh, showed up and then there were some infiltrators and all that other kind of stuff. That's neither here nor there. But the fact that Everybody was saying, like, wait, we see it, too. We we see this, too. And it took having a, it took it took an entirely two generations being born for some for others to say we see it, too. So I want to apply that to I'm going to make that personal. I remember having a sense of drowning and having had an actual near drowning experience, I know what drowning feels like. And I know what it is to be drowning in a, not a sea of people, in a pool of people. We'll say a pool of people because I don't want people to think I was in the sea. I know what it is to have a near drowning experience in a pool of people and nobody know what's going on with you. Uh, a couple of people, you know, sort of, sort of. Um, but I, I just, I know what that feels like. And I also know what it feels like to be physically drowning, mentally drowning, financially drowning, creatively drowning. In every sense of the word, I can apply that lesson to and what and how I ended up not drowning was I had to stop struggling. I had to release. I had to make eye contact with the person trying to save me. I had to stop I had to look. I don't know if I could hear them because therefore, thus I was underwater. Um, but I had to I had to stop struggling. I had to let go. You know, and I literally was like, okay, this is how it's going to end. <laughs> I got to that point. And when I did, that's when I noticed there was someone trying to assess my situation. And I say that because even when I was financially drowning, I noticed there was someone trying to assess my situation. We're going back into that witness thing, that bystander thing. And I, I think I'm going to keep reiterating this because you have a bystander. You have a witness. Now, uh, before such a time as this, you know, a bystander used to be ex- as, as dangerous as that which caused harm, whether it be a person or a self or a place, being around people, you know, a bystander. We reason why there's probably about, and I'm gonna have to go and finish investigating what it is because I was looking for something else and I found that and I went on it with that one. But that one struck me because one is Black Business Month, August is August is Black Business Month, which is what I was looking for. But then I saw this Bystander Awareness Month, and so I'm gonna go back and investigate and see what that really is. But we have these bystanders, one. You have, there's a lot of bystanders that's not going to act. There's a lot of people that don't need you to be in the place you're in, you know. But then you got that bystander that's reaching in. And my drown, near drowning, I have to say near drowning experience because I didn't drown. Um, 
the person was, there were two reaching in. There was somebody in the water trying to save me, and they were told, no, it's dangerous, it's dangerous, let us, let us, let us, let us, let us move. Uh, because I was probably only going to, just like, because I was drowned, I ended up in a near-drowning experience because somebody else um, had a frightful situation and pulled me into it. I wasn't wearing any protective gear, ended up having to fight that person off, and was just too exhausted after that. This is a big grown-ass man. Um, scared of damn water in a pool, wave pool. Had on a life jacket. I'll never forget that part. And uh, having to fight that person off because it, he endangered, put my life in danger. And then there was another person who didn't have on a life jacket, tried to save me, friend of mine. And uh, But we were in a position where now I'm being exhausted and quite frightful. I'm going to put that person in danger. I remember him being told to let leave me alone, let them do it. And I remember being directed towards here. I can hear this commotion of, you know, the person, uh, this lifeguard assessing me and figuring out, you know, what tool or apparatus he was going to use or whether he was going to come in and get me and pull. I'm so kind of glad he didn't come in and pull me to safety. He actually threw me one of those Baywatch things. And I then therefore was pulled to safety or where I could compose myself. And I remember getting out of the pool. My biggest concern was my children were also in this pool. Lord Jesus, I didn't want them to see that. So I just calmly, like, let go of the little apparatus when I could get myself together. You know, it gave me time to breathe. It gave me time to catch my breath, which is why I was near drowning, because I was so exhausted I couldn't catch my breath in between the waves, and I was drinking a whole lot of water. And uh, so once I walked out of the pool, you know, people really didn't know what had happened. Some people did. And I went and I sat down and somebody came over and said, are you okay? And I sat next to my cousin. She was like, okay, well, what, what happened? And and I just burst into tears. And I was like, I almost drowned. And she was like, what? You know, and then and then I think my kids came up. And, of course, I tried to compose myself because, you know, you never want your kids to see you, like, having these kind of moments. And I, I needed to break down. I needed to break down a whole hell of a lot in my life. And I wasn't able to because I just wasn't going to allow. And, I, and the thing about it is we forget and we think don't nobody see us. <laughs> That's why you see me tweet, we live in public. They knew, but I'm sure my children processed, oh, okay, that's how strength rises up. You know, knowing that, wait, something's happened with mommy. What's going Because, you know, kids, kids don't take their eyes off you. Do know that you're raising kids. They don't take their eyes off of you. Because before composing myself, because I saw my kids coming, or one or two of them, you know they had to notice, wait, what's going on with mommy over there? Because I was literally about, I started crying. Like, like I think I just came out that pool with Jesus. You don't understand, because, you know, when somebody asks you, like, you're trying to hold it in, somebody asks you what's wrong, what happened? My cousin goes, what happened? And I'm like, I almost drowned. And I started crying. And I noticed kids coming, like, wait, something's going on with mommy, because you know how they do. They never take you out of their sight, except for when I was drowning, which I'm glad, because I wasn't in their sight. Um, And so they came over, and I composed myself. And so I didn't have that moment. I didn't get to break down. And there's so many moments in my life that I didn't get to break down. And I wish I could have been, I wish I could allow myself to be vulnerable. But see, we go into this thing, and this is something I've learned just because I've lived this long. 
too many of us go right into protection mode. And I'm like, all those moments when I needed to scream, all of those moments when I needed to yell, all those moments when I needed to say, this freaking life hurts. I'm disappointed. I don't like this and this and that and all the other things. That's not what I wanted. I, I want these choices. I want that. All of those times, because you, let me tell you, can I tell you? You process this stuff. You process life, the, all of your life, the rest of your life. And I don't know if you take it into the other side, processing it. And, and, and the way some people feel like people are moving around here, I think you process it even then, after life. So there are those of us that are out here telling you, listen, process it out loud, process it now, process it in the moment, get past it. Don't be a bystander in your own shit stuff, okay? And by me, bystander, how many times have you ever heard a person say, well, it became an out-of-body experience? You became a bystander because it just hurt that much that somebody will try to disrupt your life as much as we do to each other. And I had to be a bystander to a lot. Not only that, I had to be just involved in a lot. And I'm, I'm, I made a lot of choices I made because I didn't like that. I'm like, wait, I got to do this on my own terms. I need all my years. I need all my tears. Okay. I need none of these fears. Right. I'm like, but I never really had to do, I got to do the commute breakdown like everybody else, you know, like, okay, I got a 45 minute commute. Let me take 15 of that and just let it all out. Right. But it's it's like I'm trying to let me see if I can get back on topic. I'm on topic, but I just never been never was never able to. Oh, why? Because I I get to I've lived this long and now I'm at this point and I'm like, wait, why didn't you ever say that? Why didn't you ever? Why didn't you ever do this? Why didn't you ever go to that? You know, why did that happen? Why did this happen? Because you end up in your quiet. Because like I said. When I turn off, when I put down the phone and turn off the TV last night and let the moon in, wasn't nobody there but me. The dog, he was off, creeping off, doing something else. Okay? And I'm looking at the moonlight, and I'm like, man, I'm looking, I'm like, wait, this happens every night? This, wait, this beauty going across my window right now happens every night of my life? And yet, when I pulled up and I saw this space and I'm like, I think, I think that's ours. That's the downsize. What what is what we call it. that's the downsize. We were downsizing. And I think that's it. And I I remember then I like how the sun went across it. Cause you know me, I subscribed to some things and I thought I'm going to be able to enjoy that moonlight. But what do I do each night when I shut down, I close the blinds. I'm like, wait a minute, something, there's some beauty outside yonder window. Let me open that window. When I opened the window and in the moonlight, and as I shut down everything else, it was nothing but those thoughts. It's like, why? How? How? Because we, why Why haven't you had a breakdown? Why can't you just cry right now? Well, there wasn't any, there wasn't much to cry about. And that was one of my first thoughts because I, last night I was like, mm, we're not crying. <laughs> no, we just go chill out. It's, that's beautiful. Let's see if we can catch it with this iPhone because. Very hard to catch a moon with an iPhone. I didn't want to go get up and get the camera, and I didn't want to go outside. Now, although I have been wanting to do this uh, TikTok challenge where you set a camera up on, I'm like, I don't tell her what I might catch. <laughs> where you catch the the moon and skies and the Milky Ways and all that kind of stuff, because I am outside the city, so we can see 
we can see the sky very clearly and the stars. And it's actually very beautiful. There is some artificial light in the, here at the downsides that we didn't have at the, uh, at, at the house. It would literally be pitch black. And that's why I was so shocked last night. I was like, wait a minute. Is that the artificial light or is that the moon? And it was the moon. In fact, it was so bright, the artificial light uh, wasn't even triggered because the moon was so bright. And so I sat there and I watched it and there was nothing but my thoughts and then the thoughts until I fell asleep. You know, they come to, there comes the wise in the house. And then mine last night for me became the grateful. I was just grateful. Like I, I get this moment. I get this moment. Wait, I get to give myself this moment. I get to give myself this moment. Uh, everything around my day has been made that I get to have this choice. Cause that's, and then every time I say, I get, every time I question, every time I question it, I hear you asked for it. You did you not? Not even you asked for it, like telling me in a statement. I've been there. Okay, well, I had to be told in a statement. You asked for it, but wait, didn't not didn't you ask for it? It's like you asked for it. Granted, granted, it's yours. Every single solitary time you want this, it's right here. All you gotta do is. Open the blinds a little bit so you can see. You asked for it in the quiet of the night. Didn't hear the train, not the nor the traffic. Just in the quiet of the night. You, the moon, and your thoughts. And I let that moment happen. And what I found out in all of these life moments of saying how and why, because y'all know I'm on this safety tip. That's when somebody asks me the one thing I want, I want to be safe. I have built my entire life and the life of my children around safe. We're going to be safe. We're going to be safe in our space. We're going to always have safe in our space, right? We're not going to let anybody infiltrate it. Because I spent a lot of time when I think back on some of the choices, decisions that I had to make. And I was watching, I'm, I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I'm the assessor now, I'm, I'm assessing everybody. And I'm looking at why they do that. And I figured it out to protect somebody else. I'm like, damn, why they do, why are they doing that? Because now I'm asking, who are they protecting? I have a friend that runs, a, that has a, that runs a domestic violence shelter. And I've known them since about maybe 2008. And uh, and it's their life's work. And they're trying to do it all over the country. Starting in New York, they, they keep trying to come to Atlanta. I, and I, I laugh every time because I know they're, they're too much in New York. And if the pandemic didn't run you out of New York, you're probably not leaving. <laughs> okay. And I said that to them and, and they got mad. And they came back. They got mad and they pushed back. You know. But I'm like, because you ask me that question probably every three, four years. That same question. And they ask me, why didn't you answer? Because I know I, I wasn't going to waste my time nor yours. Because you've been saying this since 2008. And they got mad. And they was like, why do things on my own time? Clearly. But I'm just saying, you've been asking me that since 2000, 2008. Again, 2012. You know? Um, and, you know, but... And, and they said, in my own time, I said, you're exactly right, in your own time, in your own time. But if you need me to hear, you need, 
You don't, and, and you don't, here's what I say, and you don't need to, me to answer it again. And I won't answer it again because you already got an answer of what I think about those areas that they want to uh, go in. And you already know what I think. And, uh, and I'm protective. I'm protective of my thoughts right now. I'm protective of my space. I'm protective of what people put on me. I'm protective of what people put in my lap. I'm protective, you know, because I'm 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 re I'm reassessing this. I'm, I'm getting ready to reassess this whole bystander thing and the different types of bystander. And one of those bystanders is is the protector. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm watching. Um, I'm going down this wormhole because I've never been one to watch the superhero stuff. Because I'm, I'm always want to know. Well, wait, 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 wait. What did the villain just say? I think because a lot of the villains in these superheroes, the villains have got some great points, you know. And I've always been that way since we were kids. And I think we were raised in a home to be that way. It's like, wait, who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for again? <laughs> um, did you not hear what the villain said? They, they trampled upon them, took everything they had. You know, they, they. Some of these villains got some real reasons. To be mad, you know, we might need to, we we might need to redefine, and we are at a point we got we have to redefine, reimagine, right? Remember all our R words, re redesign, restructure. So much is being revealed. So much is being revealed. Let me check the timestamp on this. I'm not giving you a timestamp because I let the phone close. I was trying to get through those thoughts. Like I said, there were a couple of schools. Twenty five. We had twenty five. Twenty five into this. Um, so let's get ready to wrap it up. I had a couple of trains. I thought I want to talk about being toxic, take out the toxic, but then I thought about the bystander. I thought about protecting. I thought about having the opportunity, the choices that I had last night to just enjoy the moonlight, you know, just enjoy the moonlight because there was a time when every waking moment was designated for a worry or work you know, and beyond to that, I could just lay there because I knew waking up today, there wasn't going to be something rushing in, you know, um, I know that life happens, but I, I like for it to happen just a little slower. Don't rush in on me, you know, and, uh, I, there's a notebook sitting in my room across the room. I keep looking at it because it's time for me to pick it back up and I'm gonna pick it back up today because, and you, this is the thing about patience, you know, when I first got it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. It made a whole lot of sense. But what I was about to do at the time wasn't really what I was supposed to use it for. And so I said, I'm going to sit here in my peripheral and I'm going to come back to it. And I talked about it on a couple of these. It was when I went to that workshop. It was to help ignite when you were ready to get me thought you were ready to get back to work. And I was getting ready to get back to workshop. You know, I mean, I'm going I'm to go to a workshop, go to a conference kind of person. And I went to this workshop, and it was called Ignite Day. And it was put on by uh, a woman named Michelle. I'm trying to remember. She actually just commented on a post uh, this week. And it was an awesome workshop. I just remember her curriculum. The curriculum she laid out in front of us uh, was just too awesome and, and so totally amazing. I think she should. I, I told her, that's a product right there. Because there are a lot of um, people who conduct workshops and coaching and all that kind of stuff. They don't have the, the right curriculum. I was one. I, I never could focus on the curriculum. Because I'm a talker. Right? I give talks. Right? Not necessarily workshops. I give I give talks. I'm, I, I'm, I can talk at you. It's what I can do. It's what I do do. Right? 
uh, and then I have to come back behind it and try to get the transcript and find, you know, the curriculum in it. But see, you can't, it's hard to have pre-curriculum when you haven't yet read the room. And going to her workshop, uh, I was coming out of grief. I was going into grief. And it was a room for the people that were already in grief. Not only that, one of the people in there, the business she was getting ready to ignite was a grief counseling business. And the room, uh, and it, and everybody describing what they were trying, why they were reigniting, was because, lo and behold, we had all been through this grief thing. And, here, and this is why this particular event was attractive to us, because we were all off our game. We were all in pain. We all needed to re- reignite. We all needed to reignite. And I think that's what it was, reigniting, um, because everybody in there was restarting or, or starting something new or, or trying to go down a different path. And uh, and everything we needed was in that room. And mind you, it was very hard. Once all of that came out, as to wow, here's our, here's our commonality in this room. In this room right now, it's our commonality is grief. And lo and behold, there's a grief counselor in here. Um, and so I brought home the curriculum and, uh, and I just let it sit for a minute and now I'm going to go and revisit it and check to see, because, um, it's probably, it's probably going to answer some of the questions I have in this new venture that I'm in, as well as some other things that I want to involve, involve myself in. Um, and we'll see, and we will see because, because if, if I'm losing any kind of sleep and I'll tell you the only sleep I've lost is trying to manage trying to figure out what part of the day gets this, what part of the day gets that. Because when you have something new, you know, it starts to take over. And 30 seconds into this, I am not going to keep you longer than that because I'm only going to reiterate myself. And as you can see, I didn't, I didn't, we didn't get to a conclusion because I needed to like start something. And today was the start of figuring out this thing. And also keep in mind, like I said, it is National Bystander Month. Uh, What are you standing by? What are you standing by? Think about that. Answer that. Tweet me. Let me know. Or meet me back here uh, tomorrow or in the next talk for how to get out of bed. Just going a minute over just to tell you, you know, each and everything that we do is if you want me to be back tomorrow, you got to support us today. You want us to come back tomorrow, you got to support us today. If you made it this far, go ahead and please subscribe to this podcast. It's just simply called How to Get Out of Bed. It's where I just do an unscripted first thoughts of the morning. Frog in my throat conversation about how I just got out of bed. And I hope that it helps somebody becomes the foresight, not the hindsight of somebody else to help you get out of bed, that you can recognize these things, that it can become a stop sign. Like you see the stop sign coming, pause for a minute, and then proceed on with caution. I'm just trying to give you the cautionary tale uh, for somebody that had to kind of rush through, bowl through life, and uh, and didn't pay, obviously didn't pay enough attention to the wisdom that was around, you know, because there's wisdom everywhere, and we can all tap into it. But you have to say what you need. You got to speak out loud. You got to live in that way. Um, also, when you go to Dryer Bus, you're going to find that, whoa, I just landed on this amazing um, store. And, of course, you can sign up for the email list where you can get some email. But you can also check out the bookstore. Um, again, um, just a couple of things that throughout time I've written down what I have succeeded at. And I share those things in the bookstore. Also, we have a new venture of the soap store. So we've got some amazing soaps. Um, just spent the last four months developing what our, what my line of soaps would be. 
and just added a brand new one. I didn't add it to the site yet, but I added it to the collection. Yesterday, um, we had we this month we were working on uh, exfoliating soaps, and so we've did we've done one with poppy, and now we've done one we've done one poppy oatmeal, and now we have the coffee uh, out there. So those will be the future soaps uh, in September. And yes, you make them, and they have to at least sit around for four to six weeks. And depending on the ingredient, we found a recipe that works well um, on the lower end of curing. So we're going to continue with that. But um, for September, um, for August, the things that are coming online in August are some amazing, uh, wonderful fragrance and colors. Um, I I can't wait to use them myself because they are absolutely amazing. It smells amazing in here. And you know that learning to make soap was my quarantine thing. So so glad I finally got the opportunity. It took a it took a pandemic for a lot of us um, to stop standing by in our lives and to go ahead and and try some things that we've always wanted to do and admired. Um, and so I hope that you had a quarantine thing, and I hope it wasn't struggle because you know there's so much support out there. If you don't know how to tap into that support, there are people that are guiding people through those processes. Don't be afraid. Trust someone in this process rather than go without. You know, I'm in this process. I had to trust someone um, in learning this. I had to also, you know, move on to some other things and other people to trust uh, in learning this and so forth because, you know, life is what it is. Um, But really, it's exciting. And not only is it exciting, it's exciting because um, my daughters have, taken to it and and they love it and so I love and you know of course being a mom you just you just love having that uh, having that joy happen in your home as well as as much as the world embracing us we can embrace those we love y'all that's a that's a life lesson in and of itself all right I've gone over a probably more than a couple of minutes here so I'm just gonna go ahead and go I just wanted to share that because it's a good day I love Tuesdays go and make yours what it is I said I wanted to start saying what day it was so that you can understand why it is you know I feel up or I feel down because days do that to us and uh as well as some of the things that we have to do in those days but and I want you to understand you know everything everything is you know, things change, but the change is cycles, you know, everything goes through on these amazing cycles. I got a lot of work to do. I'm looking around. Like I said, I keep things in my periphery that I want to come back to. And there are a lot of things <laughs> that uh, I need to get to today. Um, even though it, it could be my chill burn day, but again, having the choice to do it today, that's where I wanted to get to in my life, uh, and I, I've always been that way, but to, now to have it, and nobody be mad about it, that, that I'm making the choices that I'm making, or nobody feels some kind of way, you know, but still, that's always going to happen, you can't get away from that, but you know what, when, one thing you will learn, is those are the ones, you know, be, be able to discern who matters, and who don't, because some, some people, that we, we'll come back into that tomorrow, when we talk about toxic, the toxic side of things, and a lot of us out here trying to trying to protect toxicity, right? Remember, I talked about it's all about protection. I'm not gonna start another topic. We'll talk. Remind me, and I write it down. We'll talk about it um, tomorrow because some, look at this 
I'm not going to even tell you. Um, I was just going to talk about this major court case thing that's going on. And that that was a person. Everybody's protecting something. Some people are protecting good. Some people are protecting bad. And some people are protecting pure evil. And you want to be able to discern. Today we just talked about protecting the good, protecting the good. And maybe over the next, over the, in a series, we'll continue, we'll continue to talk about protection because we're all out here protecting something. But are you protecting good, bad, or pure evil? All right. Um, go, just go. Y'all, y'all go. Go do this for me. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.